0: This episode of the Redneck Patriot Podcast is sponsored by Red Dirt Apparel Company. Visit rdapparelco.com to pick from the best apparel company in the country. That's right. It is my apparel company, and uh, during this uh, coronavirus stuff, I had to shut it down, but we are back and rolling, and we just introduced the newest collection of Face coverings, mask, uh, they're they're really good quality. They're made in America. Everything on the stores is made in the USA. Delays in shipment um, is just something that we're gonna have to deal with, and I apologize for that. Also, anyone who orders a face mask in the next thirty days, I'm donating fifty percent of the profits to charity. It doesn't feel right for me to take whatever like more than I need uh from this situation uh i'm still trying to run a business business i'm still trying to keep everything running but i still want to help out those in need so 50 percent off go to charity rdapparelco.com all right what is going on guys welcome back to the show and thank you so much for joining me i hope everybody out there is having a great day i was going to record a podcast yesterday on tuesday but I was in the fraidy hole. We had a tornado literally right over uh, about a mile from where I'm at right now. So kind of scary. Uh, we got baseball size, probably hail. Uh, no, even bigger than that. There was hail strong enough in some areas where I live that went through a windshield. So kind of dangerous. But I wanted to do another podcast. And it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out that I want to talk about. Uh, but I want to open up the episode, one of my stepbrothers, who is a hardcore Bernie supporter, I guess not anymore, but he is a well-known Bernie supporter, but he he put this on Facebook yesterday, or the other day, Monday, um, and it just kind of goes to show you that people are waking up, people are waking up to what's going on, and I wanted to talk about it's kind of a good way to open it up. I, I wanted to talk about is this worth the risk? Because I'm afraid that we're losing our rights and we're losing our privacy and we're losing our freedoms and the media is putting fear into people and people are giving up their rights voluntarily. And that's what's happening. That's, that's what I'm seeing anyway. But I wanted to read this. This is for my stepbrother. I understand the virus is a serious one for some people. And I understand shutting down large events for some time. But is, But it is not serious enough to shut down our entire economy, culture, and social lives. How many people will die from suicide or at least suffer from severe depression from this? especially people that live alone and older people who can't see their kids. I mean, over 400 deaths in Colorado since February, how many of those folks could have died from the next flu they caught? Is it really worth the cost we are paying? Is it worth your freedom? I want people to take this seriously and realize what we are giving up. Like I said, he's a Bernie supporter, but I like some of his posts. He he says some good stuff. Um, And uh, we disagree on a lot of things. I'm not really like he lives in Colorado, so I'm not really that close to him. But I do see a lot of his stuff on Facebook. And I'm like, that's interesting. I think I stole one of his memes one time and posted it. It was pretty funny. Uh, He, he, you know, he and I agree on the establishment part. You know, Bernie is very anti-establishment. So and I, I like that. And Trump is the same way, but the opposite direction. But I wanted to get into, I guess, a funny story first. A funny story. Like, have you seen? I guess, frozen pizza is now the new toilet paper. People are buying. I think in March, frozen pizza companies reported three hundred million dollars, like a hundred and ten percent increase in sales, or some some crazy number like that. And uh, I bought a frozen pizza today, and I took it out of the microwave, which I bought one of those little Betty ones, and uh, I got a salad with it. It's pretty good. But I took it out of the microwave, and it fell on the it fell on the counter, and <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll eat it. Whatever, it's not that bad. But uh, you know, at least I'm not like some people. Some people are putting other other weird stuff in the microwave. Did you hear that people are putting money? In microwave, there was this post going around I put on Facebook earlier, that uh, or like the other day, people are microwaving money to sanitize it. This post went viral. This lady from a bank, this guy brought in burnt fifty dollar bills and twenty dollar bills. He put in the microwave because he thought it would sanitize it. Do people not understand that money is probably the nastiest thing? Ever. I mean, it's literally been in, I, I don't even want to know. It's It's been, but people are starting to realize because of this virus. And the media is telling them that, oh, you need to fear this virus. People are going to extreme levels and literally losing money. <laughs> like you, you can't get that money back. And I don't know how much money it was, but it was like rows of fifties and twenties just ruined. Like, it's just, and I've heard of people like barrowing uh like putting money in the ground in like pickle jars or coffee cans and then they just lose it because like it's it like um like when it rains it goes it it just it's so stupid put your money in the bank and don't microwave your money it's just the stupidest thing ever but i wanted to get into um this story about if my internet will work. I wanted to get into this story about uh, drones, drones in n- New Jersey. A mayor in New Jersey, Chris Ballwage, uh will be rim- will be reminding residents who are caught breaking social distancing rules that they will suffer that they could suffer if they do not seize immediately. Uh, they claim, like, they basically are going around and they're, they're reminding people. Like, I posted a picture, and I don't know if I can play this video here. Like, 14 tabs open, maybe. Uh, let me see if I can play this video. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought it was going to say something. Um but I posted a picture from Walmart. There was a basically people like I guess at Walmart in some places they're going over the loudspeaker and reminding people to social distance. But apparently in some other countries like I saw a video in China that or in other countries I guess. Let's just say that other countries they are taking pictures of people. And they're going over, they're speaking through the drone and reminding people to put a mask on. And they're demanding people put a mask on. Now they claim that this drone in in New Jersey is not uh taking pictures or videos. But I call BS on that. You know, they're they're going around and they're taking um yeah, it says no images or other personal information would be collected. No, that's definitely not happening. Definitely not happening. I mean, they, they're obviously doing this for a reason. And this is just in New Jersey. But how far will it have to go for it to be in 50 states? I mean, it seems like, you know, the spread and the curve has flattened. And we're starting to see cases go down and, and people are, it, it's starting to get better and businesses are are starting to open up. And, you know, my state, my governor came on the news today and said we're, we're going to be opening nail salons and stuff like that by appointment only, which is great news. Not for me because I could care less, but that's good news for people who work there. But we're starting to reopen things, but it seems like we're doubling down on this lockdown stuff. I mean, this is pretty recent. This is uh, I don't know what the date on this article is. But this is um oh, April 8th. Uh, I mean, so a few weeks, but it's still it's still happening and it could happen and I want people to be aware if you're not aware of what's going on. Also, what's going on is in Singapore and in other countries, I like get in Australia like pretty much there's this app that it's called Trace. Uh, Let me see if I can bring it up here. Trace together. Basically, you put in your information, you put in your symptoms, and it uses Bluetooth to track other people around you to see if they have coronavirus. And basically, you put in the information, your symptoms every single day, and it will alert you if you are around somebody that has coronavirus, and Google and Apple is working on a, a, a tracing app um, so that America could reopen. And this is August or April 21st, that was yesterday, so it's pretty recent. This app is going to know if you have the coronavirus or not. Now here's the thing, I don't, I love technology. And I'm on social media and that's pretty apparent, but I don't like giving my information and I don't like giving my symptoms. I don't want my phone knowing if I'm sick or not. You know, we all know that like when you're talking about something, like when you're talking about something, like I was, I can't remember what I was doing, but, oh, I was, I was uh, doing something for my website and... All of a sudden, I get on on Instagram and the exact same product popped up on, on Instagram. I mean, sometimes I'm thinking of stuff. It's you know, I mean, Obviously not, but it's just the joke. Like, you think of something and then you get an ad for it. But I don't want my phone, and especially I don't want to be putting, putting my information on there. And it says here in China, China, uh, in China... Uh, They are requiring citizens to use a smartphone software that rates their infection risk with color codes and shares the information with police. The government also runs facial recognition stands uh, located on cameras to monitor those who are supposed to be in quarantine. Also, passengers in North Korea uh, are required to download a self-diagnostic app And also Seoul, South Korea, uses cell phone data, uh, credit card transactions, and security footage to track movements of COVID-19 patients, making the details, making details public with addresses but without names, in order to alert people and learn who is affected. This kind of privacy infringement wouldn't be tolerated in the U.S. Exactly. Especially, I mean... The drone thing is a little bit different because there's laws that you can't, like, shoot down drones because it's like a shooting on an airplane. But this is a little bit different. Now, I don't know how you would feel if a drone came walking up behind you and started talking to put a mask on. I mean, this is where it's getting to. Like you, I mean, you can't go into certain stores in certain states without first putting on a mask. You know, I read where uh, in order to go to convenience stores, you have to wear put on a mask. So, literally, like, three months ago, they're like, oh, like, this guy came in with a mask. We need to call the cops. And now they're wanting people to come in with a mask. Like, it's 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 really stupid. Now, do whatever you want to do. I mean, it's like... Here's the thing the government can't make you leave your house like you can stay home if you want to but for the rest of us I'm kind of getting tired of staying inside my house you know I don't know about you but uh, this crap is getting old Uh, but Israel Israel has came out and said that they're not going to do the cell phone tracking which is really good I I think it's really good this came out today this morning Um, the the, uh, Israel has has suspended the use of cell phone data to enforce uh, coronavirus quarantines. So I guess they were doing it and people were protesting. Here's a video of them protesting. Uh, And that's another thing. That's another thing that's happening right now. Facebook is taking down posts that uh, encourage people to protest. And it only is happening in certain states that they have a stay in order, I think, or a shelter in place order, whatever that is. I th- think it's, but Facebook is taking down those posts or they're fact checking the post. I don't know if they're taking it down, but they're fact checking the post. Um. No, I think, I think they're taking it down. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're just flat out removing it. Yeah. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what I read. Um, but basically they're taking information from the from the state government and they're saying you can't protest the government because the government said so like that's the stupidest thing protesting is your right as a american citizen it's your right now i think you should do it in a peaceful way i think you should do it in a very uh uh Respectful way. I don't think you should be setting buildings on fire or cars on fire or anything like that or throwing things. But you can peacefully protest. And the fact that Facebook is trying to censor this. And it's like it leads me to another point. I read a couple of weeks ago that in China, China, in China, they are. I'm sorry. (laughs) I got to say it. I got to say it that way. China. In China, they had 21 million cell phone records go missing. And at first, I was like, there can't be that many people. Like, I was thinking, like, 21 million people died. But no, after I'm thinking about it, after I'm thinking about it, it's that, it's the fact that they didn't want information to go out. And I saw this video from this woman. She was crying. I, I think I posted it. And this was back in January or December. Maybe in that range. But a few months ago, I posted this video of this woman. She was crying. She was like, the Chinese government is not telling the truth. There are people dying. People are being you know murdered for what they're trying to say. They're they're not saying the truth. Like they're not letting the truth get out. So the Chinese government can shut off your cell phone if they don't like what you're saying. My fear is that that could happen here too. If we don't. Like if we're not careful. I mean, it's just something to think about. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's just something to think about really something to think about um here is some more information about yeah this is basically what i was saying earlier about the the testing app um i want to get into this um i want to get into this uh 3.7 million dollar grant that dr fauci approved back in 2015 for research in China. Um, Basically, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, um, the Obama administration approved for the NIH, uh, National Institute of Health, um, and Dr. Fauci was the one that uh, wanted funding, and he illegally got it from taxpayers to give it to China, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And now that it's come out, Trump has said that he's going to investigate the funding. Um, but he also came out and said in 2017. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Dr. Fauci said that there would be a there would be a um, I don't know what, what the exact words he said. Uh, Dr. Fauci warned in 2017 a surprise outbreak during the Trump administration. So he so he gave funding for this Wuhan Institute to research coronavirus, basically. Um, if you want to look into it more, um, uh, what's his name on Fox? Tucker Carlson. He did a v- fantastic video on that, a really fantastic video. But in 2014 or 15, around that, about six years ago, Dr. Fauci got almost $4 million of taxpayer money to this lab. And then in 2017, he said there would be a surprise outbreak. Now, why... I mean, at the time, people just brushed right by it. But now that the internet... I mean, this this article is from April 6th. But now that the internet has come out and people are digging up... People are really good at digging up stuff like this. It kind of... It kind of sets an alarm in my mind. Like, is this guy to be trusted? Is this guy to be trusted? Now, a lot of people are saying, you, like, we need to fire Fauci. And I talked about it on the last couple podcasts, or the last, the podcast before last, maybe. Now, I think China is to blame in all of this, hundred percent. Do I trust Fauci? No, because there's just something about him that I just don't really care about, and this is it right here you know he is not telling us the full scoop and by the way it, you know he is to benefit from this him him and bill gates and the nih and all this stuff they are the people that are going to benefit financially from from this so trump has ended uh the grant Which my question is, like, if they gave 3.7 in 2015, what have they been giving these past five years? What's been going on? I can't find anything about that anywhere. But anyway, he's stopping. Trump is stopping it, Um, and uh, which is good. Because Tucker Carlson said, I'm against funding China research in our own country but I'm sure against funding it in China. The NIH gives $3.7 million grant to the Wuhan Institute, and they then advise that they need coronavirus researches and following that. What's really troubling to me is either the Wuhan Institute is able to sequence a virus on January 2nd, but China didn't admit to the virus existing until January 9th. Then the Wuhan Institute didn't realized this important information to the world or didn't release it to them infor- didn't release it to the world until january the 12th so at best americans are funding people who are lying to us so yeah china is to blame and i don't trust fauci anymore i just don't trust him, just because it you know i i just don't tr- but you know should he be fired sure I, I mean, at this point, I, I just don't really trust him at all, especially with this come out. I mean, it's like I think an investigation has to be made. And I, and I think that you will find when you follow the money, you will can probably trace it back to Fauci and the NIH and Obama. It's just pretty clear. But anyway, that's something to think about. And, you know, which I'm really... Glad that we have Trump. I'm really glad that we have Trump. I mean, even though he doesn't... Like, he sometimes is a goob. You know, sometimes he doesn't say the right things or say it in a way. At least he's honest. And at least he... Tells you what he knows. And that's what I appreciate about... Trump. And people are blaming Trump for... the the craziest reasons the craziest reasons I was watching the conference press conference the other day and the reporter was like this guy died and the family is coming out and blaming Trump because he didn't wear a mask and the president didn't tell him to wear a mask and he went out in public without a mask you know, it's really stupid that, you know, it's getting to this point. Because, you know, like the President of the United States, like I don't care who it is, it's not the President's fault that you, your dumbass, went out in public when this, you know, whatever. Like, it's really sad that that happened. But they shouldn't be blaming Trump. It's just like the, the guy who drank tank cleaner. Or fish cleaner or whatever. The fish tank cleaner guy. The wife came out and started blaming the president. Ridiculous. But you know. the Like people. Like I, like, I don't think now is a time to. To criticize the president. Or criticize him heavily. I think that we should continue to criticize the president. No matter what happens. But I mean people are literally taking a crap t- I mean the president is taking a beating right now and you know he is doing this for free and it really kind of pisses me off that the media is doing everything they can to destroy his credibility and people online are doing everything they can to you know do the same but they sure cashed those $1,200 checks didn't they <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. They don't like him until the money comes in. <laughs> oh, man. Not my president. That's 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 not true. He is your president. He sent you a $1,200 check. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, the left has nothing left but Biden. And, God... At this point, it's so sad that they have they their only choice is Biden. I can't imagine. I can't I mean nobody is excited on the left about voting. Especially for Joe Biden. So they are doing I mean they're gonna use Joe Biden. I mean, they've already done so, when they're gonna continue. That's their only choice. That's their only option. They hate Trump. So like, ah oh god, I guess. I guess I'm going to have to go to the poll and vote for Biden, I guess. But they know Trump's going to win. So that's why they're doing this stupid mail-in voting thing, which I talked about in the last podcast. Which, it doesn't work. It just does not work at all. It's just, it's way too risky. It's stupid. And I don't care if I have to go in a, in a hazmat suit. I'm going to the, to the poll place. If I can go to Walmart... If I can go to the grocery store and be around people, then it's basically the same thing. I mean, I, like I would assume that it would be better to limit maybe a couple of people at a time at the voting booth. Maybe take a couple of more days in voting. But let's just not call off the entire thing, especially in April that's why i have a problem with dr fauci and this whole thing came out with the with the grant with and that that is coming out and thank god that that's being investigated because that is not cool that's that's ridiculous um but yeah i i think it's crazy but i, I wanted to get into this uh i posted a thing on on uh, on instagram yesterday and I did a little research, and if these numbers are accurate, I mean, who knows if these numbers are accurate? And, you know, they say that 177 people, or as of yesterday, 177,000 people have died worldwide from the coronavirus. But you have to understand that some of these hospitals are not reporting correctly, or they're slowing. The like their systems are so slow or they just are so overwhelmed at some of these hospitals, maybe that they just don't report in time or like when they report. I mean, how do you report accurately in this situation? That's my question. That's that's my that's my point. But. uh, Some of these some of these deaths are not COVID-19. People are dying from other things and they're slapping COVID-19 as the cause of death. And that's why you have seen like it double in a week in like the U.S. Now, some of those are probably obviously, definitely COVID-19. But they're, it kind of seems kind of weird that they're slapping COVID-19 on these cause of death. On like the line where it says cause of death, when you have a death note or whatever it's called. You have to put cause of death. You know, people are dying from car accidents. They're slapping COVID-19 as the cause of death. It just seems kind of weird. But I wanted to read you these numbers. People are so freaked out. And the media is pumping fear into people. And this is where I have a problem with the media. And I wrote down one word on my notes, fear. And it's working. People are willing to give up private... Like, people are willing to download an app to put in their symptoms. People are willing to, I don't know, people are, I mean, what's next? What, what, what is people willing to do in, in the name of safety in order to give up their privacy and their rights? And if you give up those, you deserve neither. Remember that quote? I'm kind of paraphrasing, but you get my point. If you give up those, you deserve neither. But there is more people dying from, uh, let me find, uh, like malaria. There's more people have died from malaria than the coronavirus. 13 million people have died from abortion. People might argue, well, abortion ain't murder. Well, Prove me wrong. change my mind on that. Abortion is murder. And it kind of blows my mind that in certain states or in pretty much in the entire country, you can't go to church, but you can have an abortion. Let that sink in for a second. hunger has killed 3.4 million people water related accidents 257,000 people seasonal flu 140,000 and if you want to see the like the actual numbers go to my instagram or just look up worldmeter.org or worldmeter.com or something like that and you can look on there and they have crazy numbers on there and who knows if this is accurate but it's just kind of a way, a I mean, it's somewhat accurate, I assume. But it's just kind of a way to look at, like, oh, other things have killed more people and we have not shut the entire world down. It's crazy to think about. And I get this is a huge issue, this huge problem, but like I said before, somewhere, I've said that something else is going on here there's something else that they're not telling us That's going on here i don't know what it is yet nobody really knows and who knows if this worldwide number is accurate for the coronavirus who knows it could be worse it could be less i don't know but i do know one thing we're not shutting the entire country down for traffic accidents They're using this virus because they know that they can they they can put fear into people through this virus. And it's working. It is working. It has worked for almost a month now. Over a month. A month and a half. It's working, but people are starting to wake up. And I think the stupidest article I read the other day was the New York Post posted testicles may make men more vulnerable to the coronavirus. Does that sound like depopulation to you? No, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but did I just read that correctly or did I decipher their language? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm not but it just seems kind of weird. And probably in a couple months you're going to have people doing like men everywhere doing the snip because oh, I gotta, I can't risk it. I got, you know, I can't get the coronavirus. I gotta get the SNP. I'm just saying, it sounds, it sounds ridiculous. I mean, there may be some scientific reasons behind that, but you can read the article. But it is from a headline standpoint, you know. But we don't have to worry about the people at CNN. So don't worry, they're fine. Um, no, but people are blaming Trump. I wanted to get back to that. People are blaming Trump, and it all has to do it It just seems so weird to me you know back to the the fauci thing, it seems so weird to me that they picked an election year. they picked this election year to do this, and a lot of people are coming out and saying, this is a biochemical weapon in order to destroy the Trump administration in order to that we can regain, that like, the Democrats can get back into power. And that may be true. I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened in China. I do know one thing, they lied to the American people and they used our tax dollars to do so. Seems kind of weird. Seems kind of something sketchy. I hope they find what they're looking for. I hope they get something uncovered. I hope that the American people will learn the truth because they deserve it. Um, which they probably won't, but um, I hope they do. But it seems kind of weird to me that this is all happening in the election year. I don't know about you, but it seems kind of weird to me. Um, But there was this um, anchor on Fox News. I can't remember her name. Let me see if I can look it up right quick. It just came to me. This anchor on Fox News was fired was fired because she was claiming that the coronavirus pandemic was a cover-up to impeach the president because they tried everything else they tried the russia the ukraine they tried everything and even in february they were having um impeachment uh meetings or hearings or whatever um so that's that is still on their mind and you know they are blaming Trump for not being quick enough with this. But he literally closed the country down when no one was dead. When no one has died. And everybody was criticizing him. But he closed the country down in January. And the media is trying to use this to take down Trump. That, that, that's exactly what's happening. But let me see if I can find this, this anchor is Fox News anchor. I was really surprised that it happened. Now, I, I don't watch Fox News, so I've never heard of this, this person. I, I, I literally just saw it. On Facebook. This was back in March, or at the beginning of April.
1: The chorus of hate being leveled at the president is nearing a crescendo as Democrats blame him and only him for a virus that originated halfway around the world. This is yet another attempt to impeach the president. And sadly, it seems they care very little for any of the destruction they are leaving in their wake. Losses in the stock market, all this, unfortunately, just part of the political casualties for them. You know, this is a time to be united not to be pointing fingers, not to be encouraging hate. And yet, what do we see? We see the absolute opposite from the left tonight. Good evening, everyone. I am Trish Regan. The hate is boiling over. Many in the liberal media using, and I mean using, coronavirus in an attempt to demonize and destroy the president.
0: I don't think the president is capable of telling us the truth about the coronavirus. They have
2: no plan. They have no plan. The virus is going to kill Americans regardless of their stupidity.
1: This administration right now looks like they couldn't organize a one-car parade. He is not going to be able to have his rallies, and it is going to psychologically torment him.
2: The president should lead or else he should get out of the way. Stay on the golf course. This may be Donald Trump's Katrina. Yeah. This is... An event that could take down a president. There's no confidence in the president in anything he says or does. I wish he would just be quiet. I see. This
1: is impeachment all over again. And like with the Mueller investigation, like with Ukraine Gate, they don't care who they hurt. Whether it be their need to create mass hysteria to encourage a market sell off, unlike anything we've seen recently, or Whether it be to create mass hysteria in order to stop our economy dead in its tracks. Don't kid yourself. They told us how much they crave a recession as a way to get rid of Donald Trump.
2: Do you see now why I say we need a recession? I know it's going to be painful, but we have to get rid of this guy. A recession is a survivable event. What Trump is doing to this country is not. Recessions are survivable events. I've been hoping for a recession. People hate me for it, but yeah, it, it would get rid bad. of Trump,
3: so you shouldn't hate me for it. I mean, recessions are really bad. People lose their jobs and their I homes, know. And, we, and we shouldn't wish It's for. worth it.
1: You know, of course, these are people's jobs that the left does not mind seeing them lose. These are people's 401ks that are being decimated, and that's okay with them. That's okay with the left. You know in some ways they almost seem to be cheering it on containment has failed and mitigation is the next objective
3: it is a pandemic
1: i'm glad that cnn is calling this new coronavirus outbreak for what it is which is a pandemic this is sort of a perfect storm the ship has sailed here cnn is now calling the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic
2: to say this thing is contained that is a flat-out lie it's important i think to call this a pandemic
1: This is impeachment all over again, complete with a whistleblower to complain about our Health and Human Services Committee, right? It's critical, you know what, that we look at these numbers with a clear lens. I want to remind everyone that the CDC estimates that this year's seasonal flu has resulted in roughly 34 million cases and 20,000 deaths in the United States alone, the seasonal flu. From 2009 to 2010, nearly 61 million Americans got swine flu, and more than 12,000 Americans died. As many as 575,000 people worldwide died of the swine flu. And was there any criticism? No. Because why? (laughs) Because the media didn't want to insult their precious President Obama, I suppose. You know, I spoke with a doctor on Friday who told me that the World Health Organization and others, they typically do whatever they can to get the word out. It's critical that people are aware of the problems so that the public can improve hygiene routines and health routines. This is what helps in terms of lessening the infection rate. But you know what? The media's reaction with the global town halls and CNN treating this like it's some missing plane story. What is that? I mean did they do this during Ebola? No. But we we didn't even see this kind of insanity for SARS. And SARS and Ebola those viruses were far more deadly. So why the melodrama on such an agitated scale right now? Why are the markets reacting like this? I'll give you two words. Donald Trump. And the media doesn't like him. People including the media And some investors are allowing their own hate and their own bias against him to spiral out of control, leading to massive sell-offs right now in the market. Anytime there's this kind of disruption in the supply chain, anytime people cut back on spending, there will be economic softness, which can lead to a recession. And we're probably due for one now. But we'll recover. We always do. For the media to spin a narrative that this sell-off and this virus are all a result of President Trump, it's just wrong. But unfortunately, I guess they, they needed someone to blame. They were looking for someone to blame. They want to blame him for literally anything they can. And they have no real interest, shall we say, in finding who's to blame, Who? Is the root cause of all this, from what we can tell? This all originated out of China. You know, when Donald Trump is their political target, that's all they need. And that's tonight's intel.
0: So, yeah, that was Tish Reagan, uh, or Trish Reagan. Uh, she is no longer with Fox News. You know, at the time, people were like, well, this is, you, you know, you are calling this a fake or calling this a hoax or whatever. And I get it why they fired her, but it seems kind of, you know, as time moves on, it seems kind of weird that what is happening right now, what we know right now, you know, I'm not saying as a, another impeachment thing, but it very well could be. And people, people are not, people are pretty smart. People are not dumb people. They're pretty intelligent people, and, and they can read through the BS, just like I am. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I can pretty much tell you there's something more than what we know. There's something behind whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But what what we are being told is not the truth. I guarantee you that. But yeah, um, that is it for this episode. Um, just want to remind you to pay it forward, buy someone's coffee behind you in the drive-through, or buy for some you know buy some groceries for somebody, or pay someone's rent. You know, the government is not reliable, and I saw today that certain government programs like Social Security and Medicare is in dire straits. They're running out of money because all these people are unemployed now. It's their, their funds are slowly or rapidly going out the door. And, um, like I said, in in the most recent episode, I said the private sector needs to step up. So that is why I want to, uh, you know, give away some gift cards. My plan is every week I want to give away, um, a gift card to a follower of this podcast or follower over on Instagram now to receive it, you have to be a follower of my Instagram. Go over and follow um at the Redneck Patriot. Um, but those are the weekly ones. But I want to give away on this first episode uh of 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 having the the website back, uh Red Dirt Apparel Company, rdapparelco.com. dot com. I wanted to give a special gift to uh, somebody out there and maybe, you know, you're trying to save money. I want to give a ten dollar gift card to Uh, somebody out there who who needs it or wants it and if you know get ten bucks off it's not much I wish I can give everybody ten dollars but I'm just gonna do one every time I put out a podcast I may put a gift card down there but check in the description below there's gonna be a code you basically take that code to the website get what you need and then when it's asking you for your address you over to the right hand side just depends if you're on the desktop or your phone, it's going to be on the bottom. it will ask you for a coupon code or a gift card. You copy and paste that, and you'll get $10 off. One-time one, one time use only, uh, but there's going to be a gift card that I generated at the bottom. So put that, and uh, check out the store. Check out the store, like I said at the, at the beginning of the show. Uh, you're doing some good stuff over there, so... Anyway, I want to leave you with a funny clip that I found from a really good content creator called Anomaly or Dream Rare. However, I think his name is Anomaly, but he goes by Dream Rare. Um, it's really awesome video about Trump just doesn't really care about the reporters and he just, he puts them in his place. So anyway, until next time, here is a really awesome clip if you want some laughs about you know, Trump treating the uh, mainstream media how they deserve. So anyway, have a great day and see you next time.
3: I understand we're in tough times, but even at times like this, we need to laugh. And what better way than one of the best comedians on the planet, President Donald Trump. I hope you enjoy this compilation rule. ...in government, okay, uh, did right? serve in the previous administration.
2: Oh, you didn't tell me that. Oh, I see. You didn't, that, you didn't tell me One that, John. You didn't tell me that, did come. serve in the previous administration. You mean the Obama administration. Thank you for telling me that. See, there's a typical fake news you deal. She, you asked now, you know, when look, she was appointed. Look. I told you when she was appointed. You're a third-rate your reporter. And what you just said is a disgrace, okay? You asked me, you said, sir, just got appointed. Take a look at what you said now. I said, when did they, when did this person, how long in government? Well, it was appointed in the Obama administration. Thank you very much, John. Thank you very much. You will never make it. Go ahead, please. On the
3: ventilator. Oh, my goodness. You will never make it.
0: You know what I want to do? I want to come way under the models.
2: The professionals did the models. I was never involved in a model, but at least this kind of a model. But you know what? Hundreds of thousands
3: of people, they say, I want- (laughs) Oh my goodness.
2: You know- Just just wait a minute, wait a minute. Just take a nice and easy, okay? Just relax. To do, I don't want to comment as to whether or not, but I agree with their decision 100%. In the back, please. Um, Joe Biden
0: actually just attacked you in a tweet. I don't know if you have seen it.
2: He just what? Attacked you. He just said. Well, he that, didn't write anything. Look, he has people, he has professionals from the Democrats. Mr. President, let
0: me just read what he
3: said. He said Donald Trump is not responsible for the coronavirus, but he is responsible for failing to prepare our nation to respond to it. How do you respond okay. to that? sir?
2: Uh, he didn't write that. That was done by a Democrat operative. He doesn't write. He doesn't. He's probably not even watching right now. Uh, And if he is, he doesn't understand what he's watching. But just so you understand, it was very nice what they wrote out. I don't know. You know, they released it at a strange time, you know. So I don't really know what Joe Biden said. I don't really care. And again, I see every once in a while, I'll say something, I'll make a speech and then it'll be critiqued and I'll get this beautiful, brilliant critique. Joe Biden didn't write that. Joe Biden didn't write that. He wished he did. And if he is, he doesn't understand what he's watching. But just say so you understand.
3: <laughs> was- oh, my goodness. I know Bernie Sanders supporters don't want to admit it, but they're looking forward to the debate between Biden and Trump and Trump just steamrolling him with hilarious insults like that.
2: Police have reported a surge in calls about domestic violence. A number of groups have raised... concerns. Mexican violence? Uh, domestic violence. <clears throat> a number of groups have raised concerns. Uh, I think we're in great shape. I think that, number one, we've distributed... A ventilators a big deal. We've distributed vast numbers of ventilators and we're prepared to do vast numbers. Uh, I think we're in great shape. I hope that's the case. I hope that we're going to have leftovers so we can help other people, other countries. Everybody who needs one will be able to get a ventilator. Uh, Look, look, don't be a cutie pie, okay? You know, everyone who needs one. Nobody's ever done what we've done. Nobody's done anything like we've been able to do. And everything I took over was a mess. It was a broken country in so many ways, in so many ways other than this. We had a bad testing system. We had a bad stockpile system. We had nothing in the stockpile system. So I wouldn't tell me what you're tell- what you know, like uh, being a wise guy. Go ahead.
3: Don't be a cutie pie. I've never heard that. I saw everyone on Twitter saying, don't be a cutie pie. I was like, what are they talking about?
1: You'll notice I was not here over the weekend. I think this is the part that we really need to take personal responsibility for. Saturday, I had a little low-grade fever.
2: Uh-oh so i'd like him to go back to the state department or as they call it the deep state department if you don't mind i'd like to have him go back and uh, do his job so does anybody have any questions please yeah, how about
3: you? Only, only That's still one of the best ones, but a lot of people didn't see Mike Pompeo's response, which is funny because of Trump again. Let's watch. Was it appropriate
2: for the president to call your department the Deep State Department at a
0: time when thousands of diplomats are working very hard around the world to combat this pandemic? I've worked with the president for three years now. I know how much he values the people that work on my team. I know when I was the director of the Central Intelligence Agency, how much he valued the work we did. I know that he watches our team, Dr. Brooks, all the team that's working to push back against this virus to keep America safe. I know how much he values them.
2: What a good answer. Yes, go
3: Uh, Go ahead. fauci's face there too he's like oh man those are my people don't talk about them the deep state department
2: you don't know, mind i'd like to have him go back and uh, do his job so does anybody have any
3: questions yeah we know bro we know
0: For two questions a is that an outgrowth of your conversation that you had with
2: sports I commissioners on, I, on hope Saturday? It's schedule. I hope i hope football's able to start i hope yeah. baseball can get to play a little bit i hope basketball can maybe do their playoffs i mean hey i have no i have no interests or anything other than i want what's good for the country what about the US a lot World of Open, people are tired times yeah a lot of people are tired of looking at games that are five years old i looked the other day i saw somebody i said wow he looks great i forgot i said oh that was nine years ago i said he's really in great shape well not in great shape now but he was in great shape then.
3: I love that one the other day, too. I haven't been watching sports, but I guess on ESPN, they're playing old sports games. The units
2: that John, up. Dead.
3: What do you say the Americans who are scared, though? I guess nearly 200 dead, 14,000 who are sick, millions, as you witnessed, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared?
2: Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. Go ahead. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. The American people are looking for answers and they're looking for hope, and you're doing sensationalism. And uh, the same with NBC and Comcast. I don't call it. I don't call it Comcast. I call it Comcast. Let me just tell, for whom you work. Let me just say something. That's really bad reporting, and you ought to get back to reporting instead of sensationalism. Let's see if it works. It might and it might not. I happen to feel good about it, but who knows? I've been right a lot. Let's see what happens, John. Can I get back to the science and the logistics yeah.
3: Regardless of what you think of the guy, he's absolutely hilarious. I think he's on Chappelle level of comedy. I love how he commands people with his hands, too. He's like, stop. And they're, they look like a sad puppy dog or like a kindergartner who just did something bad. And they know they did something bad. They got that look in their eye. It's pretty funny stuff. I know some networks aren't showing the question and answer periods because I think that's when President Trump shines. It's off the cuff. He doesn't have anything prepared for that type of stuff. And it's just him being really authentic. And that's one thing I've been saying for a while, that a lot of people, if you watch these corporations, and they have political stake in Democrats or maybe like the Romney, McCain, George Bush type Republicans... All they do is nonstop hate on him and have their little puppet late night show comedian say the same thing on loop all the time. And yeah, they're funny, scripted, I get it, but he really is a funny guy and he really is extremely extremely authentic. He talks like your uncle, your dad, you know, somebody who just doesn't care. He's not finally politically preparing exactly what he's going to say. He just says it and I think a lot of people resonate with that. And all jokes aside, I think that brings up a conversation people aren't really ready to have, which is what's worse, somebody who does really bad things and lies to your face about it and just pretends like everything is sunshines and flowers and they're so professional, or somebody who just tells you exactly what they're thinking, whether you agree with it or not. I, of course, like the person who just tells me, I don't agree with everything Trump says or does or people that he appoints, like the surgeon general who continuously just keeps lying to people on television. I don't understand his excuses or his reasoning for why he said we shouldn't wear masks. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, we just figured out people are asymptomatic or we didn't know how masks work, um, And then they wonder why there's so many conspiracy theories. It's like, well, when the health officials and the experts and the mainstream media don't do their job, don't tell the truth and continuously don't gain the people's trust, then yeah, you're gonna have theories, obviously. And same with these reporters who pretend like they don't understand why Trump is really popular. It's like, well, look at the lack of authenticity in the people you provide and then watch a Donald Trump question and answer session. It shouldn't be that hard to figure out why people prefer him over your candidates. That's my thought, let me know your thought. Politics and stuff aside, I just thought those parts were hilarious. And although this is obviously a really concerning situation with the health of our nation, with the health of the world, with the virus, with other things as well, including the tyranny of the government, the downgrading and downsizing of the middle class as companies like Amazon hire more people. Yeah, that's great. But when millions of small businesses and millions of people get jobs lost and pay cuts and i'm not really that impressed that you just downgraded the middle class and yeah one of the biggest richest corporations on earth is is gaining yeah well, wow it's great but i wanted to take a second from all that politicking to just laugh at some of the funniest parts of these coronavirus press conferences because love him or hate them you could lie to yourself if you want i don't know if it makes you feel better but he's one of the funniest people i've ever seen in politics